you are listening to Ideas and Leaders podcast. I'm Elena Paventa, Executive Communication Coach and TEDx Organizer. With each episode, I'll share with you communication tips and ideas from top business leaders to help you excel in your career. Welcome to the next episode of Ideas and Leaders podcast. Today, I have a great guest on the show. This is Tracy Litch. She is a leadership expert, mindset coach, and spiritual advisor. And she's also an author of an Amazon bestseller, Worthy Human. And I'm so excited to speak about her book and about what she does today. Hi, Tracy. It is great to have you on the show. Hi, thank you for having me. So Tracy, you wrote a book called Worthy Human. You are the problem and the solution. Can you tell us a little bit more about the book? How did you come up with this? What does it mean that we are the problem and the solution at the same time? Yes. So, you know, the biggest opportunity of our lives is to recognize, believe and embrace the truth that our wholeness and our worth and our enoughness is inherent. It is part of our birthright. So the mission behind the book was to really, really start to chip away at eradicating this I'm not enough thing that every single one of us is plagued with somewhere on the spectrum and ensure that you know, like you know, like you know, you woke up today, great, you're enough, you're worthy, right? Everything about how we were raised and how we were brought up and things that happened to us influenced us to think anything but that. I'm not smart enough. I'm not tall enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not experience enough, you know, all of these different things happen for every leader. And when we really allow ourselves to recognize the truth of our worth, inherent worth, then all of a sudden we're able to lead, we're able to rise, we're able to show up because we are no longer negotiating our worth, making things about us or taking things personally. And when you've hit that, you can do anything. And then you are the problem and the solution is because it's the truth. The only thing that's ever getting in your way from getting to the next level of your impact and success is you. And when you couple that your worth is inherent with being willing to say, yeah, I am the problem, you've now hit an exponential in your freedom and your power. So that's really the quick and dirty. I agree with what you say, but I think that uh, in practice, it is so hard because even thinking about myself, I think that I've hit this not enough thing so many times. And when I go through it and I say that, hey, I can do this, then another level comes up. So is it that we have to deal with this all the time? Or is there something that we can do to actually find the solution yeah. finally. Right. So yes, and both, which is the truth of the answer. The first thing is really recognizing that you do have all the power to, to recognize that you are the solution. What does that mean? It means prioritizing your own healing, growth, and expansion. As leaders and entrepreneurs, we tend to be a little overly strategically focused, externally focused. I'll find this, I'll hire this person, I'll do this thing. And what I need for you to do is spend more time going inward, healing those wounds that created the not enough story to begin with, right? Because it's not every time you do iterate, right? And hit a next level, which is 
like the evolution of you. And that's what we're going for. You might recognize, oh, I have a little bit more healing opportunity or, oh, isn't it interesting that me getting that corner office created some shame in me instead of pride. Hmm. Where does that come from? So it's all about recognizing that if you are not on a personal growth journey, whilst you are thriving and generating your dreams as a leader, you will never ultimately get to where you want to go and you won't allow yourself to experience it, the joy of it, celebrate it, recognize that you deserve it, right? Because if you're not fundamentally embracing your inherent worth, then somewhere along the line, you're going to block some opportunity or potential because in your deep down, you don't think you deserve it. It doesn't have to be that way like at all. In fact, it's the opposite. When we as leaders and entrepreneurs prioritize our inner power, our, like our purpose here is to do the healing, growth, and expansion work. Your passion could be serving people and building your empire and, you know, being the CEO of a business, all of those things, that's passion. But our purpose is to do the inner work. So that's really how you become your own solution. Yeah, yeah. So I think that for people who are very much self-conscious and uh, they can actually observe those behaviors, maybe it is easier. But I think that many of us who don't notice it, we just treat certain behaviors as normal. We don't understand that those are some blocks. What do you recommend to do in such case? Do you recommend to help maybe of a therapist or coach Or is there something that we can do ourselves? All of those things. You know, I think the first thing to really recognize is that we all need to do, as I was saying before, we all need to do a few fundamental things. Do work inside of our subconscious so that we can access those deeper wounds when we were younger that are still driving one, some of the blocks and issues that you're having now. We all need to understand how to actively do what I teach as thinking on purpose, right? And real practical mindset work so that you can change your neural pathways and change the way that you're thinking. Because up until now, you've been letting your mind lead and you believe every thought you think, and then it drives the same patterns and blocks and insecurities over and over again. Whereas what neuroplasticity has gifted us is you can actually change your mind. You can change your brain. You can change the way you think completely and think like the next level version of you. So the how is really important so that we can be changing your pathways every time you change the way you think. We need to be taught that. We were not brought up that way and not because we knew better. We didn't know better a hundred years ago, right? When different things were being brought forth. So, um, and We need to learn how to play with the truth of our energy. We are energetic beings having a human experience. And there are parts of you that want to resist that. And what I'm telling you is if you resist that, you are choosing to get in your own way over and over and over again. So when you heal your wounds and learn how to run your mind and allow yourself to be the expansive energetic being that you are, now you are generating and creating everything you want in a way that, dare I say, feels easy. So how can we do this? How can we create 
success or reach our goals if we realize that we are the spiritual beings having human experience. Well, we do the inner work. So I want to invite you to do the inner work with me. And if you choose not to do it with me, please do it with someone. There's so many beautiful people in the personal development, personal growth world, right? So it's not about traditional old school therapy, right? And at the same time, if you're not digging deep, you will not move further and shine brighter, right? So it's not just topical coaching where you want to be like, okay, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? Let's just progress, progress. If you don't take a look back, you cannot exponentially leap forward. And that's an important part of it. So, you know, I'm going to give you a practical how, and then a broader how. The broader how is invest in yourself, get with a great coach, get with someone who resonates, join a phenomenal personal growth container or program and commit to making the work of you a priority. Because at the end of the day, you are the asset. You are the asset. We were just never taught to see it this way. It's a new paradigm of of what we prioritize and where we invest our time, our energy and our dollars, right? So if you are investing, wouldn't you then agree, whoa, the best thing to invest in is the common denominator of everything I'm creating, which is me, okay? And then to back it up into the practical how, I wanna teach you how to start to notice because you cannot change what you don't notice. So to your point before, you mentioned like, well, how do you know? Do you have blocks? Do you not, right? It's when we're so constant and we're running around like little chickens with our heads cut off and everyone's functioning with like a low level of acute stress, which is totally unacceptable. And another thing that we get to work on in this work, because great leadership doesn't come from frenetic, jacked up stress states, okay? Great leadership comes from dropped in, calmed down spaciousness in your body and confidence, right? So the best way to start to notice, which I also teach as cultivating the non-judgmental observer of yourself, right? Almost like in my book, I describe it as there's like a hologram version of you and then there's you, right? And that hologram version of you, you're so astute and connected to your body and aware of yourself that the hologram version of you can look at you during the day and go, do you notice that you still haven't done that thing? And you said you were going to do it today and it's been three hours. Did you notice that you just rolled your eyes when your boss asked you to do that task, right? Did you notice that you were just in comparison and your energy just totally dipped? We have to notice. So how? We breathe. We start to breathe with a different rate, depth, and pattern than how we usually breathe. Breathing into our bellies, through our noses, and really filling it up and then holding it. And then slowly exhaling through our nose and waiting. And then doing that again, right? Really loops of deep breathing will interrupt your nervous system and open up your awareness. I love it. I would love to have this hologram version of myself standing by my side all day long. This would be amazing. (laughs) Yes, yes. And we all have it. That's the fun part about personal development and expansion work. And we all have everything already in us, right? It's simply that it's been lying dormant or you haven't had the right teacher or messenger to show you how to utilize everything that's already available to you. I love it. I love it. So Tracy, you're working with leaders, with business leaders, and what are the typical patterns that you observe the blocks that are stopping people in being their best in achieving their goals? I would say a couple of the top blocks is a disconnection between where you say you want to be and the self-image and self-identity that you currently hold for yourself. 
right? We can never outperform what we believe we're capable of. And how we know what we believe we're capable of is dictated by how we see ourselves, right? What is our self-image? Do you really see yourself and feel in your body that you are a C-suite leader, right? Do you really see yourself as a female entrepreneur who is leading a team of 10 with thousands of clients bringing in multiple million dollars of revenue? Or does that feel like, whoa, stop talking. My body's freaking out. Absolutely not, right? And as we up-level, we work on shifting that identity and upgrading that self-image over and over again. So I would say that's one big thing, right? So where the desire and the self-image is not congruent. I also see a lot of pressure and stress. That's why I talk about it a lot, right? A lot of like constantness and this feeling of I got to do, 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 and then I'll be enough. I would say most female leaders and entrepreneurs that are high achieving, which is most of us, we don't really drill it down and realize, oh, I'm struggling with a not enough issue. Why is it that I keep hiring team, but then not delegating the tasks to them? Because I feel like I can't trust anybody to not do it the way that I want to do it because if it doesn't get done the way that I want to do it, then it's going to be a mistake. And if it's a mistake, then what does that mean about me? And then you kind of go down the rabbit hole of hell, right? So those are some of the most common things. And the answer to all of them is do the inner work. Yeah, I can so much relate to this, to those barriers that you mentioned. And I think that this difference between what we want to show to the world and what we think about ourselves is, I think that for many of us, this difference is huge. I remember that myself, I was working uh, with a coach a couple of years ago, and I realized that I absolutely don't feel this person that I'm showing out there, that is out there in social media, that is so professional and I am still kind of have this little girl inside me and I was like no no this is not congruent at all I need to change this and I must say that I am working on this and I'm doing this in a work all the time but still there is I would say that there is some incongruency and I think that it might cause different things in my business that um, maybe I'm not even aware of some of those things, right? That they're happening. Yes. So what uh, do you recommend for, in order to change this, how to make our image, what we share on our social media and who we are, what we feel inside of us, right? All of our yeah. past experience, how to make it one person. Yeah. What I'm hearing you say is how do I show up as the fullest expression of myself and have unwavering belief in who I am, what I've come here to do. Does that feel true to you? Because that's what I just heard you ask. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to be a broken record. You have to do the inner work. There's no, there's no world. I would be doing a disservice to say, okay, you do this three-step formula and it's done. Because that's a lie, right? I, I would be insulting you to say that. It's recognizing, again, that if you are not working on yourself whilst doing the strategic, tactical efforts, then you will always be incongruent, right? So the first thing we do, like what's the real first step is we take a look and we almost audit that misalignment right? So if here you are, uh, and I'm showing with my hand, like to the right side, like you desire that you want to have a, an empire, right? Where's your current belief system? Because that's the place we start. Ultimately, we have to reprogram your belief system to be like this in a line, completely congruent so that it can support what it is that you say you want and who you're becoming. 
because your current belief system is generating exactly what you are experiencing right now today in your current reality. But what we're working towards is something more, something next level, something juicier, something right that, that you've been desiring. So the first thing we do is we take a look at, okay, so if I say I want this huge empire, what do I currently believe right now that's not in alignment to that? When I say to myself, I have a flourishing empire that is making massive impact in the world, and then you just get quiet for a second, wait like 10 to 17 seconds, and then you will start to hear the resistance. And your mind might say, not really, that's not possible for you. Your mind might say, you don't have enough experience. Like, who do you think you are? Great. We need that. Those are data points. Don't judge it, right? Going back to the hologram, non-judgmental observer, don't judge it. Just be like, yes, what else? Why else do I not think this is possible? And then we start to really uncover the incongruence in your worldviews and in your belief system and how you see yourself. And that's the starting point. Yeah, I love this exercise. We'll be doing this for sure after we record yes. our, our episode. What about the overachievers? Because I can relate to this myself. And I think that a lot of people who are listening to us, we have a lot of overachievers who want to achieve a lot. And they think that the more they do, the better. But in fact, in the end, we don't have time, not only for our personal life, <laughs> which is a shame, but we don't have time for this inner work. We don't have time for self-leadership. So we are so busy with our teams, with our tasks that we forget about ourselves. So what do you recommend to do to stop this vicious mm. circle? Huh. Well, first, I'm literally laughing as you're talking because the I don't have time to work on myself is garbage. What that really is, is your subconscious is fighting so hard to keep you safe so that you don't have to look at the things that are painful, that are living underneath your overachievement in the hopes that you will just keep overachieving and looking to leap to the next thing and the next and the next. And then one day you'll die because that's the only truth there is. And you have never slowed down and healed your wounds and recognized the truth of your wholeness. It's a problem in our capitalistic world, right? And we all have the opportunity right now in this really interesting like consciousness revolution that's upon us given everything that's gone on, you know, in our universe and our world to really take a good hard look at what's going on because at the core overachievement is compensating, right? Now I want to be really clear, not achievement. I love achievement. I'm growing a massive empire, right? I did my TEDx. I wrote my best-selling book. I have three flourishing teenage daughters. I have a beautiful marriage. Like I, you know, it's not about achievement is not the issue. It's overachievement at the expense of holistic success. That's the issue. So let me say two things about that. Cause this is like, oh yes. The first thing is, is when we overachieve, we are basically overcompensating and we are trying to achieve our way into our enoughness. We are trying to overachieve our way into being seen, heard, validated, right? And in our ability to go, okay, I'm enough. I'm enough now. Okay, what about now? What about now? I put another website out and I got another position and I did another thing and I donated another thing and I volunteered in the second classroom. What about now? What about now? That's an indication that we have worth work to do. No biggie. We all do. There's nothing wrong with you. Okay. The second thing is, Success is not real success if it's not holistic. So what do I mean by that? Like 
success is not just title, hierarchy, and wealth. Success, holistic success is, do I wake up and feel nice in my body? Do I feel good? Am I having fun and enjoyment in my life? Am I having sex in my relationship? Am I present with my children? How many hours of the day do I spend like feeling good and spacious and happy and flowy and joyful? How's the satisfaction of my team doing? Do I know the name of their kids, right? Holistic success, the whole of who you are, because isn't the reason that you're overachieving and striving and going is so that you can like enjoy your life. But then the really, really ass backwards thing about it all is that you're missing out on your life the entire time. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, it is so important to understand success as a holistic success, not just as a financial success or business success, because when we are focusing only on our financial and business goals, then we forget about everything else. And uh, it is so easy to fall into this trap now in our current world. (laughs) I agree with you. And that's why go having conversations like this are so helpful, right? And taking a look and asking yourself, okay, wait a second, that thing Tracy said just really shook me up. What is one little thing I can do to create a little bit more holistic success for myself, right? And maybe that one move, maybe that one move is actually shutting your phone down at 6 p.m. Monday through Friday and not picking it back up till 7 a.m., let's say, on the following day and giving yourself like, oh, that one time. And maybe that feels like I'm ripping your arm off. Okay, so start it two days a week. Ease in, right? But in order to create new results, and when I say results, I mean also feel differently and show up differently, not just like tangible measured results. We have to make a new choice. And every time we make a new choice, it begets a new result. Like, definitely. (laughs) So try something on that helps you bring a little bit more holistic success into your life. Amazing, amazing. And uh, I totally agree with this from my side. I can say that every time I invested time in myself, for example, I committed to meditating every day or to doing workouts several days a week. I must say that my business results also were better because I showed up differently. I had so much more energy. I was thinking much more clearly. And every time when I'm feeling stuck, I come back to those, you know, regular practices. So I so much agree with you that we need to invest in ourselves, invest time in ourselves in order to be more effective, more productive. Absolutely. Yes. And I just, when, as soon as you started talking and when we watched the video version of this, I put my, but for those of us that are listening only, I put my arms up in the air, right? Like, thank you. Because what you said was when I started doing the work on myself, my business results improved because you're the asset. You're the common denominator. You don't need more strategy to get better at strategy. You need to do the inner work on yourself to execute the strategy that you're currently avoiding. Right. And what's also interesting is, you know, Right now, depending on where you are in your openness and your growth journey, we can even just tie this back to your ego as a motivator. If you slow down, become more self-aware and do the inner work on yourself, you will become exponentially more productive, more magnetic for new potentials to come your way and generate more wealth easily, right? Like I can play to you wherever you need to be. That's the really interesting thing. It's like we get to, I firmly believe our generation is going to change the paradigm of what it means to grow as a person. 
Yes, yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, Tracy, for sharing your wisdom with us, for inspiring us to invest more time in our own self-development and our growth. So what are the final tips that you can give based on our conversation to our listeners? What can we do to actually be more self-aware and invest more time in ourselves to achieve more in our business life? first thing I want you to do is know that there is nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. You are not broken. You don't need to be fixed. You are also so capable and so talented and so enough that it is now your core responsibility as the grown up that you are to do the inner work that you might have been ignoring because that is the fastest road to create what we desire and that you're whole and worthy and lovable and you are totally abundant and everything that you want wants you. And when you choose to do the inner work, everything that you want arrives. Perfect. Tracy, if our listeners want to contact you, how can they do it? Ah, yes. So you come to the litfactor.com. So my last name is Lit. I always say thank you, Dad, for that awesome last name. So it's the Lit, L-I-T-T factor.com. And I am the Lit Factor on all social media channels and directly on the website where there's tons of resources and different ways that you can invest in working with me. Perfect. Perfect. We will share the link to your social media profiles under this episode so that our listeners can immediately jump there and contact you because the conversation was amazing. Thank you so much, Tracy, for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed every second. Thank you for listening to Ideas and Leaders podcast. Did you enjoy this episode? Let me know that you listened by tagging me in your LinkedIn profile and using a hashtag ideas and leaders. See you in the next episode.